Hi everyone, welcome to the Self-Published Strong Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Pearson, and I'm, and I'm joined today by my husband. Hi, I'm Nolan. And we have um, Josh here today. Hi, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I was going to say, we have a guest, and I'm like, Josh is here often enough where you're not a guest anymore. That's true. <laughs> you're not a guest, you're family. Aw, that's, that's so adorable. That's also true. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, if you're listening for the first time, this is the best podcast for marketing and publishing tips, motivational quotes, and tons of advice and ideas on the craft of writing itself based off of great and awful movies. And what is today's movie? Abduction. Oh, that's what it's called. I couldn't remember. (laughs) This is one of my favorite movies right now. Okay. (laughs) Josh is like, all right, I'll go with that. (laughs) Okay. We're going to have some fun. But first, some updates. Um, Okay, so... I'm going to be updating pretty much every single week on Facebook ads. So the Facebook ads that I had put up several days ago that you have not heard about for pre-order. So basically I'm aiming to see how many pre-orders I get, which one gets the best pre-orders. The one with the best clicks and cost the cheapest got no pre-orders. And the one that had with mediocre cost, it's about um, 24 cents a click. It got, it's been getting pre-orders. And so I turned off the one that was, had lots of clicks because if they're not going to do anything, you know, and the thing about this is that it's hard to know if these are people who would order, you know, if they were, if they were, um, what's the word, if they're actually going to, if they're actually interested in would buy because people don't normally pre-order. And so, but the whole point of these ads right now is to figure out which ads do the best so that when the book has been released, I can put a couple of grand into those ads so that we can get a bunch of money because we like to get paid. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Um, I have finished uh, a couple more short stories. I have, let's see, my editor sent back three short stories. I still haven't done those edits, including this month's Patreon story. And I've got everything ready for the Mosaic Chronicles box set. That's the exclusive box set I'll be selling for $14.99 or $15.99 directly to my readers. And just to, you know, because I like money. <laughs> Again. And to give them stuff that they don't have already. And then I'm pretty much ready to start actually working on the Shadow Prophet. Now, at this point, what I'm going to be doing now is I will be editing that story, revising it. And then before sending it to my editor, I'm going to be sending chunks of it to my readers once a week for about a month. And I, my whole goal with that is, yes, of course, I want to get them hooked into the story so that they'll buy the series. But mainly, if my readers don't like the book, then my target readers won't like it either. And so I'm going to be asking them to give me honest feedback on that book. Uh, if you have any questions about my book launch, you can send me an email, uh, Andrea at selfpublishedstrong.com. And I think we're ready to go on to the quote or tip. Okay. Or the, yeah, the, the quote. quote. The quip. <laughs> lack of direction, not lack of time is the problem. We all have 24 hours a day. Zig Ziglar, American motivational speaker. That one sounds familiar. It does sound familiar. Uh, I didn't mark it, so maybe I've used it before, but it wasn't marked. Well, it's good enough to do it twice. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, you should be doing something else with your time. <laughs> so we should be telling... No, no, that's, that's not, not what we're telling. This is an efficient use of your time. It is, if they're doing dishes at the same time or exercising. I always listen to podcasts while I cook. Yeah, I listen to while I'm cooking, uh, while I'm exercising. The kids have all of my favorite podcast hosts, like, memorized. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's see. So go ahead and read it one more time. So I, 
Lack of direction, not lack of time, is the problem. We all have 24 hours a day. Yeah, so... Those, we all have 24-hour days. Sorry. Yeah. Those people who are, like, super uber successful, it's because they went out and killed something and dragged it home. They worked for it. It's like, um... Wait, are you making a hunting joke? I don't know, am I? <laughs> I don't wasn't know. sure for a second. <laughs> anyway, jokes aside. Um, oh, where was I going with that? My head. It's gone. It's gone forever. Oh, I remember. So our brother's been listening to the Four Hour Work Week that book, and he's been driving me kind of insane. Is this Mike? Daniel. 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 Daniel is the one that's big on um, what's the word? Passive income. Passive income sort of thing, and he's just like, you need to read Four Hour Work Week, just like he was about the last like six books he's read. But this time <laughs> he's like extra pushy because he's like, you're in a perfect life situation. You can work from home. Like all you need to do, like you could go on mini retirements right now. If you get a way to find, uh, get your company to let you work from home completely, you just work really efficiently for 20 hours a week instead of 40, and then just goof off the rest of the time. I'm like, but I could just keep doing what I'm doing and be happy too. <laughs> if the point's about, you know, becoming happy, like I'm using my time the way I like, so. Yeah. But it kind of goes into the same thing. Like he, he tends to, you know, go extremes into his, what, what he goes into, and then he changes his mind like, three months later into something else yeah but like being super focused towards one goal is incredibly important especially if you don't want to get fired (laughs) it's true (laughs) no it's true actually like right now that was one of the problems with this big launch i was focusing on so many different things and i was jumping back and forth and it wasn't until i rearranged my schedule so that i was working on the same project from start to completion that i started becoming more efficient and it helped with the focus and everything Okay, I'm going to go on to the tip. That's okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, we're talking about getting reviews still. You need to. One of the best ways to get reviews is to set up an email list of people who are interested in posting honest reviews in exchange for a free book. And this is basically your ARC team. And if you don't have one of these already, um, man, I feel like I'm calling people's repentance all the time on this podcast. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> uh, this is something that will be huge. I, I, I don't have pity for readers or authors who have a lot of readers and who don't get a lot of reviews and complain about those reviews because your readers are where you get reviews. And if you don't ask them to post reviews and if you don't collect people who want to review, you won't get reviews. And so you can't come complaining to me because I won't have any sympathy. Harsh but fair. (laughs) All right, let's go ahead and go on to the movie. I'm excited to discuss this movie. Why? Because it's amazing. It is so amazing. How much made it through the editing process. Yeah, that they didn't cut or fix. (laughs) Okay, let's give a very quick uh, setup. One or two sentences. Teenage boy finds out his parents aren't his real parents. um, And he ends up being the son of a secret agent. Mm -hmm. And he witnessed a murder. Well, yeah. A couple. No, actually only one. He witnesses a mother's murder, and that's why he's in therapy, is to see if he can remember who killed her. Oh. Right. You guys caught that. That that murder. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh, he witnesses other murders later. (laughs) Yeah, but anyway, that is not a bad premise. Mm -mm. No, he sees his picture on a... um, Website. A website for missing people, and the whole point of that is not that he is a missing person, it's they're trying to find him, and they're hoping he will encounter it himself. Yes, the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Anyway, 
So that's it. That's initial that's... thoughts from both of you. So um, one thing that really confused me was, so this website is was put up as a decoy by the crazy Russians. Mm-hmm. Um, why would they think that he was attached to the list of names? It was the photo they searched by a photo. So they knew that he was the son of the guy. And so they had a picture of him. They knew that he witnessed a murder and then he was placed in witness protection program. Okay. He didn't know that. So they put put him on a bunch of missing persons. And they, yeah. How did they know that he was eventually, they gave an explanation. It was just a dragnet. I mean, they were trying to find him in other ways. That was just one of the ways. That was just one of the ways. And that's the way that worked. Yeah. So when he contacts the website saying like, "Hey, hey, I'm on there, then that's how they get him. They start tracking. Yeah. Well, he was like, first off, he's like, I might have some information on this person. Right. And then they were like, they figured it out really like, quickly. Oh, it's you. And he's yeah. like, Arr. yeah. So how did he figure out it was him? Because that was that's a key thing in the story. Uh, he's wearing the same shirt as the missing person with a stain on the shoulder. He was yeah, seven years old in the picture and the shirt he had in that picture. He still owns and it has right. a stain on the shoulder. Yes. Um, unfortunately, he never wears it. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> Yeah, Taylor his, Lautner. Doesn't he take his shirt off at some point? A few times, yeah. Okay. Oh, I, I mean, he's drunk in the beginning. That is true. And he boxes without a shirt on, doesn't he? No, he has No, he shirt. puts it back on at that point. Establishing normal. How long was establishing oh, normal? Uh, it was agony. It was. It took forever. So the opening scene is him riding on the hood of a car going 70 miles an hour. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> More like 15 miles an hour. But still. It's obviously going slow. The mm-hmm. odometer said it was 70. Um, we always believe. Um, so he's an annoying, risk-taking teenager. He has a motorcycle. He drinks a lot. He parties a lot. He hangs out with people his parents don't approve of, even though his parents are really stupid and don't stop him. But he also has like some standards, because his friend is the one who makes all the IDs, and he doesn't approve of it. Yeah. All the fake IDs. Yeah. Yeah. So you kind <laughs> of get a glimpse into he has a character, but he's still an idiot. Yeah, it made me dislike him a lot off the bat. Um, yeah. He's just a presumptuous jerk. They're trying to put him off, pull him off as a typical teenager, but I would say only like half of teenagers are like that. You know, the super mm. reckless and outside that, of our area. Say, I wouldn't even say that many. That many. Well, you grew up outside of Utah, so <laughs> tell us. I mean, is no, that... Not, no, it's not typical to do... To be drunk and... I mean, yeah, so that part maybe, but not like riding on the car. I don't, I don't know. That's just... Kind of stupid. I don't know. Yeah. It made me dislike him immediately. The drunken party thing makes more sense. If he it just does like, make more if sense. If they just arrived at the party, they're like, you know, yelling out the window of their car, not like, hey, join me on the hood of the car going 70 miles an hour. Yeah. And I, I don't know. Okay, so how many scenes did we have that established normal before the inciting incident? <sighs> so many. Too many. Like 15, about? Yeah, I mean, they... he's with Karen several times, and Karen's the main chick. Yeah, they could have had a had them be at the party. Yeah, him. Or he, he even wakes up on the lawn after the party's over. That would minutes. actually would work fine because that's you know They're in saved, the middle of the scene. They saved like ten minutes, or maybe just five. Okay, five minutes. And then a boxing scene, but the boxing scene does not need to be nearly as long as it is. No, no, no joke. But they had to establish that he. And I will talk about that. And that he has a, a relationship with this guy. With his dad? Yeah. Even though they make it seem like he hates him, he follows his advice later. Now, what about him and Karen, the scenes they have together? Um, no chemistry. 
They Fair. basically kind of flat stare at each other whenever they're in the room looking at each other. Yeah, they're supposed to be... There's not chemistry in the beginning, but later on there is. They were she's to... got a boyfriend and she's mad at him for stiffing her at, in middle like, school. In middle school. Sixth, seventh grade. And they're like is... 25 at this point. <laughs> they're in high school by then. They're supposed to be in high school, so they're supposed to be you know, 17, 18, whatever. So it's supposed thing. to be like, what, five years later and she's yeah, still and she... bitter about that? He was... Yeah. They kissed. Behind the boathouse when they went to, their parents went to the same vacation on the lake. Yeah, and that, and, and she was he hoping he would her. ask her out. Can we talk how, about how completely unrealistic it is that he doesn't jump on that? Like, not literally, but... <laughs> no, literally. <He> would, <laughs> like, going back, going back to school, he would be more, one more likely to just be like, oh, we're dating. Yeah. Oh, you mean as in a guy, the, the way a guy would be? Yeah. Because they kissed? I don't know. Yeah. Girls are more latchy and emotional. Yeah. They tend to Not be. Not teenage girls. Well, actually, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say teenage girls are yeah, worse. But the, a guy like It's like Grease. You know the song, be. Summertime? I mean, when they're singing about the summer and how he's like, it was just a fling. And she's like, yeah, we're hopefully going to get back together again. I didn't think it was particularly realistic. Mostly it's, based yeah. on the type of guy that he was. Yeah. Like, if he was a complete dunderhead, just partier the whole time and didn't have any sense, I guess maybe, but... Yeah. I even mean, then, a backstory... He's not thick. Yeah. He's no, not he's... Stupid. He's, he's stupid. Well, he's my stupid. take on it was... teenage things, but he's not an idiot. See, my take on it was he's he was like... It was kind of like an, a choir tour romance where it you leave and the magic's gone and he's like, is it still possible? Should I do something? Should I say something? And she didn't. if she didn't encourage him, he might not have known it would have been okay because people do that all the time. They go on these these school trips and they all these relationships form and then they fall apart as soon as they get home. Right, because it's based around the event, not around yeah. the person. Like, you're the only person in this group of five people I would choose. Therefore, we're dating for this week. That was basically dating outside of Utah. <laughs> it's like there's five people and, you know, there's like two girls, the cute one and not a cute one, and everyone laughs for the cute one, but then you realize she's not that cute because it's just because she's just the one. <laughs> so you see as you put her up with all the other cute ones, you're it's like... like uh, Flight of the Concords. Lack of option goggles. Yeah. <laughs> Flight of the Concords, you know, you're the hottest girl in the room. Oh, jeez. The hottest girl, depending, depending on the street. On the have you heard that song? Of course I have. Oh, that's so amazing. It was like, it's like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, depending on the street. And it's actually, actually probably true for, for the show, too, because she's, she's not that great. Okay. Here's, here's my, before we go farther, I, I have a question for the two of you. What would happen if Karen from this movie married Galley from... Their eyebrows would be... Insane. Oh my Gally god. Honestly, they probably end up having the most normal looking kid. <laughs> that would be they can't their eyebrows cancel each and other. Then, out. <laughs> yeah. and they have then, no eyebrows. Like, their kid's gonna get married and then when the, the spouse meets the parent, whoa. <laughs> they have like alopecia, the kid and has no hair. You know? <laughs> so for readers or listeners who don't remember, Galley has major He's eyebrows. The kid with the eyebrows. He's the kid with the eyebrows. Just Google the kid with the eyebrows. And this chick, her eyebrows look better. I actually looked it up. They look better in later movies, but in this movie... For whatever reason, they let her almost grow a unibrow. Yeah. It's and not It's not it's cute. Makeup it was probably bigger than any of her fingers. Her eyebrows were bigger than his, Taylor Lautner's yeah, eyebrows. Yeah, they were. They were like three times bigger. Yeah. You could fit three uh, of his eyebrows. I, I blame the director and, and makeup for that because the, the director should have been like... I don't know. She might have put her foot down and been like... I like bushy eyebrows. They're like, in right Okay, now. then we'll go find someone else because we can just go find someone else. 
Yeah, well, their target audience was people who are into bushy eyebrows right now. Oh, yeah, it was a thing, I guess. It's true. It was. I mean, it when still I was is in Germany, of... it was definitely a thing. And then when I came back, it became a thing, and now it's going away again. Thank goodness. Actually, no, it's not. They're still, now Now it's it's not, they're still big. They're just really geometric, mm-hmm. like square-shaped and, and stuff. All right, I'm going to move on. Yeah. We've talked about eyebrows for a while. Eyebrows suck. <laughs> oh, do they? <laughs> I like eyebrows if they're done right. Okay, talk to me. What is the inciting incident when he... Wakes up drunk? I don't remember. When he finds the picture. Finds oh, the, oh, yeah, when, when he vaguely recognizes the shirt. Because that's all the music changes and his personality changes. He becomes He's more suddenly serious. incredibly paranoid. Well, which it makes sense, honestly. It's true. I mean... Right, and then he suspects his parents are his parents, and they're not his parents. They, he's like, you're not my mom, and she's witness protection pretty much yeah. right away. And starts crying. Well, I love it. He's like, are you my mother? Quoting yeah. a famous children's book. Uh, are you my mother? Are you my mother? No, I'm a steam shovel. <laughs> yes. I don't get this reference. You, yes, I read that book to you all the time growing up. It's this little baby bird that falls out of its nest, and it's looking around, going around for its mom. No, I'm a dog. I'm not a dog. I'm a cow. Oh my gosh, whatever. Um, So talk to me about the weird camera shots with the eyes with him and his friend. It's bad (laughs) editing. Like they're talking, they're having a conversation and it's just zoomed in on their eyes. Just their eyes. One at a time though. So it's like Taylor's eyes and then the other guy's eyes. And they're like sly glancing at each other. And it's like supposed to be like, oh, this is insane. Kind of a normal conversation. So So they do that in Twilight too, don't they? I don't know. A little bit. Like really weird. But at least then they're posing. Yeah, having a conversation. Yeah. So. yeah. so, I think there are just a ton of scenes in this movie that were just... Amateurly recorded? Oh, no, they're, like, really well done, but the setting did not really fit what they were doing. Yeah. Like, the eye thing. Like, that could be good. It's just not for that conversation. Not for that conversation. I don't know. It doesn't... They weren't showing enough If it was, emotion. like, a gambling scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah, when they're staring at each other, like, like it just doesn't their cards, and they're, like... It's like the know. director's just, like, I have this really long laundry list of things I want I want you guys to get. They're like, where do we put them? Um, so we have this for this for them. Let's just do the eyes one now. Like, let's yeah. just do it. See what happens. And then it... Made the final cut. Made the final cut. Okay, so plausible and implausible... Um, explosions, the bomb in the oven. Um, how, how li- realistic why is that? Put the bomb in the I oven actually like. had that question right here. Why in the oven? Sometimes there's bombs like in the microwave and the microwave is what sets the bomb. Exactly. Off. I'm like the oven. Was it like the gas in the oven that's supposed to set it off? Like there's a timer. Maybe on you the just oven? didn't expect them to look at the oh, oven. Maybe it's because it's adjacent to the gas line and they were trying to set the gas. Oh, the but with a bomb as big as it was, they didn't need to put it as close. I suppose, but Even then, then. The house, but that does make more sense because the they they blamed it on a gas. That's leak true. Yeah, in the news, they oh yeah, they said that no one was home at the time. Yeah, and we already. I was gonna say, but they would have found parts of the bomb, but they were hiding. Right, and the, yeah, the they people because there the, were bodies there, several yeah. bodies. Yeah. Sorry, Josh, what were you gonna say? So I guess that makes sense. In I don't remember. It is just. It just looked like two, like the traditional two or three sticks of dynamite taped together with an alarm clock on it. Which is funny because it had a countdown and a ticker on it. And I'm like... They always do that. I know. It's just stupid. I think it's for our benefit, the audience's benefit, because we, I guess the expectation is that it ticks. Yeah. Even though If if you see this little square box in an oven that has no countdown on it. really loudly. (laughs) Yeah. James Bond. Okay, um, let's see. The silencers. Talking about researching. Silencers don't act the way they do in this movie. They're actually a lot more audible than... I just hate when they're called silencers. 
These ones are that they're suppressors. They're suppressors. These ones were integral, so they were actually part of the gun, not an attachment. But they wouldn't they sound the way they do no, in Hot Mix. I mean, they would sound. No, it doesn't work that way. Maybe you should Although, do that a little louder in case the mic didn't catch that. That was a bit sensual. I should not do that again. Um, there are uh, things that can be that quiet, but they're like dark guns and stuff like that. That spies actually use that. Really yeah, quiet. a dark gun was as loud as the guns in this movie. Yeah, um, actually, they have. The, the, well, I mean, they shoot out of the gun, but they're really yeah, quiet. And, yeah. um, like so the, there are things that can be that quiet, but not. Whoa. Like if they're going to be that. The silent. the trank gun in Jurassic Park was louder than the silenced guns in this. They have a lot more skin to get through. That's true. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, so that was kind of cheesy, and that's yeah, always the thing that they do. That... Um, Nolan, what is my favorite line in this movie? I watched my parents get killed in front of my eyes. Yes. <laughs> no, I just saw my parents get murdered in front of my eyes. Yeah. I think my favorite was the... Uh, um, the These else? flowers are fresh. Oh, yes. <laughs> These, oh, she was like, she was talking about, maybe it's not a dead lead, because these flowers are fresh, and then, she, no, she sniffs them, and, and then, then she says, says these, these flowers, flowers are fresh. fresh. Like, oh, you couldn't tell by looking at you them? Could, yeah. I'm <laughs> like, oh, you better feel them. You better smell them. You better, yeah. Them. She has a nose like a bloodhound. <laughs> even then, like, You just have to flowers, see them. It's her hidden talent. She can smell, even days. after they're starting to wilt. These flowers were cut four days ago in New Jersey and shit here. <laughs> Um, I can smell the petrochemical refineries. Um, at one point, <laughs> yes. At one point in the movie, I said, "Here's the rom romance for you, Josh." And do you remember what you said? No. You said this isn't romance, and I was like, "What is it?" You, you said, "Awkward people kissing." <laughs> <laughs> was that the scene where it's like in the train? Smooch. Wow, that's better than middle school. <laughs> yes. Oh, Smooch. Yeah. I've had practice. <laughs> <laughs> totally what the girl wants to hear. Because <laughs> I know what I'm doing now. That's what he says. That's because I know what I'm doing now. Oh, yeah, that's a major turn on. Yes. All of the... Uh, never mind. It's a takeaway, so never mind. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, I've got a takeaway related to dialogue, too. <laughs> Good. It's hard not to. So let's, let's do... Let's talk about the romance for a minute. I mean, Josh didn't think it was believable. Uh, at all. I was I was okay with it. Um, I thought it felt like it went through a natural progression from her being angry, and you don't know why she's angry. It's because he never made a move, even though I think she would have gotten over it eventually. She was with college guy. It's true. It, he, and then comes college guy. So no, she's he not dumps attached. her. I, oh, I, I just feel like for him, it was completely unbelievable. He did not act interested for most of it. He, His uh, friends Bruce, acted like he was interested. He Bruce, he they, they actually tell it. They're like, why don't you just go talk to her? That's true. And like, well, he kind of glares at her yeah, in, he a, in a brood. Yes, and it just looks like he's mad at her. He smolders. Yeah, Taylor Lautner smoldering. Mm, man, it kills I me. Know. Well, <laughs> I think they're trying really hard to make it like the the sort of like they were crushes with each other since childhood, and they lived across the street, and all yeah. this sort of stuff. And in the end, it just ended up being like, oh hey, they're we're, kissing now. It's like, well, no, we're, nobody else is a. We're not with anyone else. We're not attached. We right? literally can't talk to anyone but each other. Yes, it's like the choir tour romance thing. Except this time it's search for the parents tour romance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that's another thing we haven't really talked about a whole lot that goes on. So there's bad guys that are trying to stop him, and the organization that's protecting him has people in it that have turned. The CIA, betrayed. which should be operating domestically. 
No. Anyway, um, Sigourney Weaver's in it. They even make Sigourney Weaver look like a bad oh actress. Oh, gosh. She was... Her character was the worst. I thought that she... I don't. It, I feel bad because I know she herself is a great actress. Because she's in but amazing part, movies. She is so monotone. She has no emotion. And at the very end, when he ends up, you know, going being adopted by her, effectively, it's like, um, whoopee, like who cares? Because as far as we know about her, she's just this kind of bland therapist. So how does that apply to writing? I mean, um, she should be like she should have more emotion about adopting a person who <laughs> like maybe smile i don't know yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah no she's too she's, she's very wooden she's very wooden and you can ha you have characters i mean that's a problem if the characters are wooden too but i mean she's not like security guard number four yeah no she's got it doesn't matter not gonna lie um i forgot she existed by the end of the movie when, she's when, only in the beginning. She's the only end. in the beginning and the end. They couldn't afford to have her for very long. <laughs> Probably not. Probably true. <laughs> yeah. Like she's honestly the biggest star in the thing. This was Taylor Lautner was pretty big at that time. At the time. At, yeah. at the time. But I mean in terms movie. of like veteran like, longevity and there yeah, is he's a, still probably pretty cheap though. The dad relatively is the octopus well knocked. Is he? I don't remember yeah. him being any other anything else. He's in a some romance movies. Oh, is he? Or I totally the didn't. Family Stone. Oh, is he in that? I love that movie. We need to own that one. That's another one we should do for the podcast. But the Octo Octoman or whatever his name is, the bad oh, Doctor Octopus. Yeah, Doctor Octopus. Yeah, yeah, he's in there quite a bit. He's good. Um. Anyway, like they had decent actors, like decent veteran actors. You know. Yeah. Like that guy, Doctor Octopus. Yeah. Doc Ock. Yeah. Um. And uh, Sigourney Weaver. I actually literally like Doc Ock as an actor. Yeah, he's he pretty does good. A pretty good job. He did good. Um. It, but it just didn't it didn't click. I don't know why. He wasn't quite believable as the the agent dude, or leading up the team or whatever, yeah. or as the surprise he's actually a bad guy sort yeah. of thing. Which yeah, they, never they really, didn't really he, do he a never good acted job with like that. a bad guy. Well, he never acted like a bad guy, and they don't really conclude that he's a bad guy. They just it's just a hypothesis they intend to prove at the end. Okay, let's talk about the the um, climax resolution. All of that. How did how did you guys feel about all of that? Um, it's okay. Yeah, it was, it was a okay. good chase scene. Um, um he turned he his ankle got better as the scene progressed for some reason. Yeah. Instead of getting worse, like it would have. He's running. Yeah, after he makes the jump and hurts his ankle. Yeah. Speaking from very recent experience <laughs> with a sprained ankle, yes. what were you doing? Jumping from a speeding car? I was rock climbing. <laughs> yes. I dropped seven feet. It would have been fine. If you hadn't sprained your ankle. It was pillows. It was pillows. It, that was the problem is it wasn't that stable, so my ankle just went boop. Ouch. Anyway, you guys are okay if we move on to trivia? Sure. Well, I... Yeah. Well, you can... I, mean, I mean, we could talk a little bit more about the climax. I feel like okay. the setting was interesting. Um, at a ballpark. At a ballpark. Yeah. Pirates uh, opening season. Yeah, stadium. and like I told you, they filmed that during an actual game. All None of those, I mean, those were people, they were extras, but it was a real game that was actually happening. I, I like that. Mm -hmm. I do. Um, yeah, it's it's different. It is yeah. different, yeah. Um, um, yeah. And they made it work. I thought it was an okay scene. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like the, like the bad guy's okay. I don't think he's in it enough. The Russian guy, the, the Russian, one he's sitting next Russian to. Big bad guy, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, he's hardly yeah. in it at all. You're too confused over who the bad guy really is to really feel like... And there can be more than one, but, I mean, he's not in your face enough about stuff. Yeah, I agree. He doesn't loom in the background enough, either. And then no, he doesn't. At the end. Like, he just doesn't... 
Like, he's always in the shots of the bad guys doing, and I mean, not always, but he's in the shots of the bad guys doing stuff, but he, he's not, like, they don't show him doing anything bad before that. So, the Just movie talking. surprised Josh. I don't know if he even remembers this, but at the beginning, he goes, let me guess, we're going to meet his dad, and his dad's going to offer to raise him. And I was like, no, he doesn't. <laughs> well, he doesn't even get to meet his dad in the end. His dad just disappears. Yeah, he gets a phone call, but... He's he like, I'm proud of you. On the edge of the crowd. I think I predicted that because I forgot about the therapist. Because they kind of did foreshadow that with the dad. Mm-hmm. Well, you kind of expect it, honestly, with yeah. the, you know... His life is too dangerous to raise a child. Except the two agents that raised him somehow weren't as dangerous. Yeah. Maybe they weren't as high profile. People weren't after that. Still, there's double the agents. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. It wasn't like an agent and his real life spouse. It was two agents. So is there going to be a sequel? I hope so. Uh, That was like seven plus years ago. Yeah, there's not like 2012 or something. That would be, it was 2011. That would have been, I enjoyed it. I think it's funny. Like Nolan was the one who told me about it. He was like, we need to watch this movie. It's called Abduction. I remember seeing the posters at the theater and going... That is an obvious ripoff of Matt Damon and the Born Identity, like the picture of the oh, poster. The, the, like the running. Tone. Does he have a gun in his hand? In it? No, I don't think so. But uh, I can. Like yeah, the they're going tone, for the same kind of tone, kind yeah. of vibe. Um, and they tried to make this a thing, but yeah, the, I mean, it is it is a you know special agent to thriller type movie. Mm-hmm. It was surprisingly close to being really really good. Yeah, honestly, I really love the premise for this movie. Well, like I, I said, it's they, a great they tried premise. to make it a thing because they, they even pushed the soundtrack and Lenny Kravitz yeah. is on it. And like, you know, like it, they, they really did want it to be a thing, but it just felt more like a well, here's my, my opinion in the end. My, yeah. I think what happened was they were hopping on the Taylor Lautner bandwagon um, bandwagon trying to hit it fast. And they should have spent a little bit more time like perfecting it before releasing a second set of like Here filming and Take away. some more. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're going to do that. Um, trivia? Uh, trivia. Should I go ahead and do trivia then? Yes. Okay. So, um, Taylor Lautner is afraid of reptiles and sharks. I don't know how, what that has to do with this movie. There oh, are no man. reptiles nor sharks in this yeah. movie. Unless you count the girl. There's pirates, but they're just baseball players. Okay, so there was a bidding war for the screenplay Lionsgate won by $1 million. That is $1 million more than this is worth. Yeah, they should have put more time into it. more. But did they make a profit off of it? I don't know, honestly. Hmm. I could look it up, but I'm not going to. <laughs> it doesn't interest me enough to look Well, up. I would like to know, but I don't want to move away from my trivia. Okay, so Taylor Lautner started training the day after Twilight finished filming. Um, he promised the director he would gain 30 pounds of muscles muscle and he succeeded in one year that's yeah, tough he got freaking ripped between twilight and yeah they almost didn't take him back they they told him they weren't going to and he pretty much was like please you know which was wise of him because it was a big role for him not to mention all the freaking girls oh my gosh over him. he was voted best smile by his junior high class well that's meaningless mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't think so he has a good smile um pretty much all of his ancestors are white I didn't know that. He has very distant um, Native American ancestry. Like, very, 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 Me very too. distant. <laughs> yeah, so do you. That's funny. He was ranked number one. This is so amazing. He's ranked number one in Access Hollywood's top five Hollywood abs in 2009 when he was 17 years old. 
which I'm like, if a, if a 17 year old can't have great abs, I mean, I think it's more impressive when a 40 year old makes that list. Yeah. But I mean, you know, just objectively, I guess. Whatever. He was ranked number three on men's health top 10 best summer bodies at the age of 18. It's not fair at 18. That's pretty easy to get. It, I was just, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, it's not fair. I know. How fair. many times have you got it now? At least twice. <laughs> Men's health. <laughs> nice. He was ranked number four in People Magazine's 50 Most Amazing Bodies in 2010. Also the age 18. Gosh, his head's got to be so big. Yeah, but get get this part. Robert Pattinson, after seeing Taylor Lautner, Lautner's body, he said, I saw him and I thought, crap, I'm going to get fired. <laughs> if only. Uh, yeah, if only. He went through extensive training for the role in abduction, including boxing, fighting, swimming, and motorcycle training. Don't really use the motorcycle too much. I think he rides it like once or twice. Yeah, but I mean, if he didn't know how to like do it at all, he uses yeah. it they probably right cut in. a lot more than they show, too. Yeah. He did use it in uh, the the vampire series, Twilight. Yeah. Or whatever, whichever mm-hmm. one it was. Okay, Karen. I don't know what to say first. Um, she's the daughter of Phil Collins. Oh. oh, so she's the one that got abandoned. What? Phil Collins, like, at some point left his family to pursue his music career. Oh, that's too bad. But now you understand why she looks the way she does. Oh, man, it's a good thing she has hair. She's, yeah. She looks like this. her dad, actually. In <sighs> some, I can, looking at her picture, I can totally see the resemblance. You want to see? No. It's okay. fine. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Interesting. Yeah. This kills me. These next two bits of trivia. I just think this is hilarious. She auditioned for Bella in Twilight. She would have been a way better actress for it. She auditioned for Snow White in Snow White and the Huntsman. Oh. So oh, she Karen, got beat out twice. Yeah, twice by... by emotionless. Stewart. Kristen Stewart. That's, yeah. that's insulting. It is. Both of those Gosh. movies could have potentially been only slightly better. <laughs> no, some, we like Snow White and the Huntsman. Have you I've seen it? I've never seen it. It's actually decent. Make Does she have emotions? Um, not too much. Not, But the thing is, it doesn't matter because there's a lot of stuff that's going on. Like Liam's Hems, Liam Hemsworth. Killing giants with axes. So. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, I just think it's funny. I wish that she had tried out for other roles that Bella got because it would have been like she's just stalking her. her. I'm going to get it someday. You're like, uh, uh, Charlie's Angels, curse you. (laughs) No, wait a second. That movie's hot garbage. (laughs) Dodge the bullet. Uh, Yeah. Have you seen the trailer for that? It makes me wonder what else she's been in. Have you seen the trailer? I'm asking a real question. Kirsten Stewart, Charlie's Angels. Was that... That's not the Drew Barrymore one, was it? No, this, is, the this new is new. Okay. Watch it. It is the most amazing thing you've ever oh seen. Oh, boy. Okay, let's go into takeaways now. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, Nolan, go ahead. Dialogue. <laughs> um, this is exceedingly awkward dialogue. Um, watch it. Pay attention to the dialogue. It is some of the worst dialogue <laughs> And actually, I honestly, ever... I would have to say that reading bad books taught me more about dialogue than reading good books. Because good dialogue, you don't notice. Bad dialogue, you notice. Yeah, you re- it's and it's throughout that's, the movie. That's um, so, so true about a ton of stuff. Like, if you don't notice it's there, it's good. Yeah. Or, or at yeah. least it's not bad. And it's not detracting. It's like someone's accent, if you don't notice it. They're speaking. They're speaking well. Like, like if it's a true British accent instead of a really fake one. That's, yeah. Yeah. Like if you just notice, or say the foreigner in America and they're speaking English, if you don't notice their accent, 
than their perfect English speaker. Like, yeah, it's it's like I mean, good dialogue is is pretty difficult to do, though. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be good dialogue. It's just an action movie. It just had to serve its purpose of pushing the plot along. It's not like we're gonna. But they, yeah, okay. Saint I'm Crispin's not gonna go speech. into my. Actually, should I do it's my not... takeaway? This. It's not Shakespeare. Sniff. These flowers are fresh. Should I should I give my dialogue takeaway right now? Sure. Because it's part of the discussion. Okay, so he says, I just saw my parents get murdered in front of my eyes. And then later on, who else can we trust right now except for each other? <laughs> that one was my favorite. I loved that one. I actually thought that was the one you were going to talk about. Mm. Then you mentioned the flowers. Anyway, so read the dialogue out loud. If it sounds stupid, it's stupid. If it sounds like you're not having a conversation, then don't do it. And, and trim it. Seriously, I just saw my parents get murdered. You don't need to say in front of my eyes because I just saw in front of my eyes. Mm -hmm. And then who else can we trust right now except for each other? And at that point, they're like, we should stick together. And then she was like, who else can we trust right now except for each other? You don't have to have the except for each other. Who else can we trust right now? Yeah. Oh, man. They just, no, they're just trying to, it's like that, that awkward college essay where you just have to hit the word limit. Yeah, so you just put in stuff. So bad dialogue can make even good actors sound like they're bad actors. So Sigourney Weaver's dialogue, she's not a bad actor, and yet her dialogue made her come across as wooden. And, you know... It is probably also the director wanted her to seem a certain way. And she, or she just didn't want to be there, and that was the best take. <laughs> just, <laughs> just give me the, just just give me the paycheck, paycheck and let me go home. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I wonder how much she got made. No, she got paid. May I, may I go... Yeah, you can go on. Um, editing. Mm-hmm. Do it. Do it more than once. <laughs> more have than one set of revisions. And... Have, have someone else look at it. Don't make a movie out of it. until This this movie really did feel like only one I saw the final cut. Yeah. Before it went to theaters and mm-hmm. movie and whatever. Was... Yeah, I don't know if they were trying like to get guys... like, like a time, like a date. You know, they had a window and they were trying to it. Because that happens. Where well, that's much. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. they wanted to hit the twilight. Yeah stuff but I mean, while it was still hot but i mean they could have waited three months and made it better and it wouldn't have been that bad you know well this is the thing time. like with i mean new authors they sometimes publish a book before it's ready because they're too excited to get it out there so that's the problem that's going to be in pretty much any field this could also be the issue of the director thinks of the movie as his baby and no one else can d- touch it because there's some one serious criticism like, yeah there's some serious like design decisions that I think only the director would have made that shouldn't have been in. It's like the early Star Wars, like the first three episodes of Star Wars, not the original, but the the prequels. Like there are things in there that should not have made the final cut that did. They were precious because to George they were Lucas. precious to him. Yeah. And it was like I got the same vibe with some of the scenes in this, like the eye thing, and yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. Um, Nolan. Was that what was your takeaway? Yeah, editing. Do do the editing. Have other people look at it. Some edit. Yeah, yeah. Josh, your takeaways. Um, so my first takeaway comes from about halfway through the movie. There's I can't remember if he's talking to Karen. That's her name, right? Mm-hmm. Or if it's like a narrate self narrator thing. But he says it all makes sense. All that time spent training, sparring. He was preparing me for this. This moment. In this moment. And it's like, at this point, it's already been shown and obvious. That's why his dad was, his fake dad was training him. You stole my takeaway. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's okay. I'll add to it. Can you just... Can you just show and not summarize? See, okay, they ruined listeners, that. that was so good. Listeners, and they ruined if, it. If a non-writer, I mean, he dabbles in writing, but he's not published. He's not. This is not what he does. If he notices it, 
then it's an issue. Because me as the writer, I noticed it. And Josh, the fact that Josh noticed it, you know, it's a yeah. huge like issue. Like watching it, I'm like, this, like, I liked that aspect of the movie, but then they ruined it by summarizing it. Yeah, by actually, like, tell, tell like, you. Hey, re hey v viewers, if you didn't notice, here you go, eat this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was already annoying. obvious to everyone by okay, that point. They I'm, didn't need to. Anyway. I am going to give my takeaway just to add to that. Okay, so trust your readers. So he's got the boxing scene with his dad. We know yeah. he can fight because of that scene. And that was a way long scene. Okay, then we have a fight with the bad guy. We don't need the flashbacks to him fighting with his dad. It's like the movie's like, hey, see, look, remember how he was fighting with his dad? See, this is when that would be, you know, come in handy. See, 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 we did a good job. And then... The quote, all that time we spent, it all makes sense now. Seriously, it's like That's three so times to show. You yeah, know? like they, the they second that... time is, they could have gotten away with it. Like doing the flashback. No, no, that was when I was annoyed. Did, I, I is, is that point okay. so integral to the movie that they had to hit you over the head with it so hard? Mm -hmm. No. <laughs> right? It's just like, okay, they taught him to fight because they thought maybe. maybe someday he'd need it. I mean, yeah. you think about the original sparring scene. It was really long, so they did not need to reiterate it. And they did. They did, yeah. Twice. They, they, made, they made it take so much time, and they don't hold, they really go after each other. Yeah. Um, they, that just, like, the amount of time and the amount of effort the characters put into the fight shows that it's important already. Maybe that end fight, I mean, the guy's probably more experienced than he, he is, so maybe they felt like it would be too short if they didn't splice it up with earlier scenes with him boxing with his dad. I don't know. Yeah, also, that was kind of annoying, that scene where he's just getting his butt kicked. By his dad? Sudden, no, his no, dad? No, 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 oh. I mean in the train. Okay. He's just getting absolutely trashed, and then suddenly he has this weird flashback, and he's just like, focus, or whatever. Focus, yeah, And he's dad. suddenly just dishing out these sweet moves and stuff. It's like a training I is training, so. and it kicks in when you're in the moment, if you're trained. If you're trained correctly. It's muscle yeah. memory. Yeah. Like, you don't just suddenly go, ooh, I can fight. Oh, yeah, my dad taught me how to fight. Just, I just had a flashback about it. <laughs> <laughs> all that time we spent this, fighting. <laughs> I can beat up this community college It all teacher. makes sense He's now. preparing me for this moment. <laughs> that guy did not look intimidating. No. no, Josh was talking about him. He's like, this biology teacher's beating me up. <laughs> it's like, hey, look, it's the high school physics teacher. Why is he fighting? Okay, what's your next takeaway? Uh, my next takeaway was just frustration. Like, just think about what you're writing and reread it. Yeah. Like, uh, it's just this movie had so many. It is so close to being just it super, super good. Yeah. But then there's just these little things where it just rips you out of the movie and just goes, "Hey, this is a movie." Or hey, yeah. someone hey, you're watching wrote this. a movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's just I don't know the take. I guess basically just you need to give it time. Sleep on it, reread it, have people read it for you. Don't let it suck. <laughs> Especially if it's a good idea. Like, this could have been really good. Yeah, it they just need to take a little idea. bit more time on the screenplay, yeah. which is funny because, like I said, that screenplay sold for a million dollars. So it's because someone for a million probably... dollars or a million dollars more than the auction. It, the auction was one for a million dollars. Oh, I see. So the, the screenwriter got a million dollars out of it. Man, what am I doing? I can write crappy screenplays. It's probably been they probably wrote like seven thousand before that's, that, that's and true. yeah, fair enough. They all probably were as bad. No, I don't know. Not Again, like what it's, Michael it's... Brent Collings said, you know, he wrote a really good screenplay, and he had he had people wanting it really bad, and then the director. I mean, each little person who was involved in that ruined it for him. So I'm like, 
it's not necessarily the writer, you know? No, things are decided in committee, and then... I think it was the director. And the director is ultimately responsible. So. I, like, I, I can't imagine this many people working on something, and one of them not going, hey, this is really bad. Like, someone's going to be bound to say, like, this could probably be changed have at seen, some point. Have you seen the Cats trailer? Well, I think I know they knew what they were doing with that. Okay. Or the uh, Sonic the Hedgehog trailer, the original one. Okay, the screenwriter. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> ah, so good. I the screenwriter that. only... I wish they would release it the way it is. Wait, what? Sonic the Hedgehog. I've the, never... The, oh, The quote-unquote live-action. It's the ugliest sin of Sonic that's ever been created. Nice. I know, because I watched a video where they showed like all of his other like animated iterations, and they're all fine. And then they show this one, and it's like, it's just what? like what the heck? <laughs> yeah. It's just a dude wearing... Not even like the eyes are so funky. Yeah. Anyway, okay. we'll talk about that movie when it comes out. Okay, the screenwriter wrote three other screenplays before this one. One in 2006, two in 2011, one was a short. So he hadn't written a million. He'd only written... He'd written... Okay, he wrote one full-length Did he movie do the full script? This yeah, he did the These full script. These are ones that got bought. He's the only one who's credited as writing. These are the um, ones that got bought. Not oh, that's ones. a good point. Um, yeah, that's a good point. So, I mean, there could, for every one that's bought, there could be ten sitting around. So that is, a, that is a good point. So we don't know who screwed this movie up. I still blame the director because ultimately it's his decision whether or not something goes to Final Cut. Yeah, and producers too. Actually, what Michael yeah, producers, Collins was saying Publishers, was, producers, directors. No, they have a say because they're like all... The producers have more of a say in movies. In the, it's TV shows where the directors have the ultimate say, but in a movie, no, the producer in, in has more. the writers have the ultimate say. TV shows, oh, is it? Yeah. Okay, that's right. And the actors thought... for a lot of them. Okay, so maybe it's the movies the directors have the say. The directors have the most say from date for day to day operations, but the studio and the producers studios can put publishers can force you to yeah, like studios. we're doing this, like this has to be in there. Like yeah. you have to push it. That's it's coming out this day, whether or not it's good or not. Not just that, but like content or like yeah. This that's actually a good point. Maybe the director, maybe they had a deadline and well, that's what it that's, got ruined. I mean, we talked about that a lot. Already. Oh, did we? I was probably like, reading. It was. It felt rushed to you know. To oh get yes, the, the yep. hype of. Um, the, tw Bod the Man, Twilight. Name is. Um, I'm gonna have to say I love this movie. I love it because it's awful. You know, it's fun to watch. It is entertaining. It's it's there's like there's two types of terrible movies. There's the ones that are easy to make fun of, like this one, that are yeah. really fun to watch and like get in with. Mm -hmm. And and then they're so on. undercover. And then there's <laughs> no that one's also easy to make fun of. But you didn't even the, finish it. You hate you so were painful, it was so painful. I, I just didn't want to watch it. This all. one this one's not painful. I mean it is, but you know. Um, let's see. There's one that it's it's like a Netflix original. I can't remember what it's called. It's some like know. cheesy Hallmark style Netflix. It's it was terrible, but it wasn't like so poorly done and it was easy to make fun of. It was just not a good movie and you couldn't make fun of it so it was boring to watch oh yeah okay so we should wrap up okay. um final comments watch abduction please yeah do and let us know what uh, you think of riff it. tracks i know it's been a while but make yes, a track please, for this movie tracks. it's amazing yeah there's so much it didn't stop with they twilight do, i would rather they do skyline honestly i know they're never gonna do skyline either no josh your final comments um at least he's got a body. <laughs> it's true. It's pretty hot. Um, any real final thoughts. I'm I'm not really attracted to Taylor Lautner. I see the Why appeal. Not? 
I see the appeal. I'm more of a Channing Tatum. I okay. was just listening to Step Up. Actually, I don't really... Um, I like dark hair. So Channing Tatum had, like, really dark hair. That he would, It would kill me. Okay. No one has the hair I like. That's good. <laughs> that's good. He also has the body I like. But that's beside the point. <laughs> anyway. So my final thoughts on this movie. It's fun. I enjoy it. It's stupid. But in fun ways, you know. Good to make fun of. It's a good movie to watch with other people. It is. Don't watch it alone. Watch it Watch it with friends. Unless you don't mind watching things like this alone. Your life's super sad if you're watching this alone. We should make <laughs> We should make your mom watch it so that she can say, there goes to an hour and 45 minutes of my life I'll never get yeah, that's back. That's a good length for a movie. Thank it you. is. It Thank was, you. Yeah. If this yeah was, I am pretty tired of movies being over an hour and a half. Two uh, over, over two hours. Two I like two hours. I'm fine two hours long. That that used to be an epic movie, though. Now it's yeah, every now movie. Now it's normal. Every movie, and then the epic movies are three hours. Or three and a half, yeah. Uh, that's pretty much it, right? Yeah. Nolan, where can people find you? Um, at, uh, I forget now, Art with Nolan on Instagram. Huh? Sorry, I'm yawning. <laughs> um, funny story. I finished my website, at least the contact part, joshuakpearson.com, but it doesn't actually work because it's unsecure. <laughs> so Google won't let people visit it? Yeah, or, so web yeah. browsers won't let you actually send a message yeah. because it it tries to do an unsecured request. Yeah. Yep. Now I need to figure out how and to And you're fix a it. hacker. We all know you're a hacker. So. It's going to take like three hours to figure out how to fix that. This can be super simple for some reason. Yeah. Freaking web development. It's a colon, not a semicolon. It's going to be something that dumb. <laughs> you're like, oh, no. It'll yeah. just be some setting somewhere that I haven't configured. Yeah, some bracket you forgot to close. But yes, joshuakpearson.com. That'll be probably fixed within the week. You can use the contact form there to, to message me. Yeah. And um, send me an email at andreaselfpublishedstrong.com. And this is episode 70, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. Yep. We've been doing it for almost a year and a half. Since Feels like March or February of... Last year, 2018. 18? Yeah, we're in 2019 now. Anyway, yes, so join my BookBub Promotions and More group and or send me an email. Uh, As a reminder, if you write fantasy and you would like to do a newsletter swap with me or get one of my marketing courses for free so i w- you would tell your readers about my book and you'd i would give you access to one of my marketing courses for free send me an email either ap at andreapearsonbooks.com or andrea at selfpublishstrong.com i can't wait for our hundredth uh episode we're gonna we should do a retrospective what like what i don't know it just sounds cool people do them retrospective i do a retrospective at work every two weeks and they are so boring what <laughs> this is gonna be awesome yeah we're gonna have a party we're it's... gonna we're gonna take we're gonna splice five minutes from every single episode hey remember when we did this and like like you know and, and uh, <laughs> sitcoms where they do the, the squiggly line it's like thing the, and... the one episode in every show that's just like look at where we came from and it's really boring no sorry <laughs> where i came from was awesome <laughs> I am really tired, and I have a long day. Very long day. So, okay, bye. Okay, bye. Okay, we'll talk to you all later. Bye. I already said bye. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez.